Hey guys, congratulations on making it 17 days narc free. Of course, this is an accomplishment. I am so proud of you guys. I know that this isn't an easy journey. So 17 days may not seem like a lot to a lot of people, but for the people that are in these relationships and that have escaped, 17 days is a really long time. So please be proud of yourself. Um, each day is something new. Each day brings a new emotion. And we just kind of have to let ourselves go through these emotions, just knowing that right now the path that we're choosing to take, which is being away from the narc or that toxic person is the best way to go. So just remember that. Um, Today, we're just going to be discussing pretty much understanding. And I know that's a very vague topic, but I wanted to go over some things that I've just been able to think about since I've been out of my uh, toxic relationship for almost four years now, which time has flown. Um, But hindsight is always what greater or better at the end. And I know when I was in the situation, there's things that I didn't understand until I came out of it. And there was emotions that I had when I was in in it. And then just now, when I was freshly out of the relationship versus where I am now. And it's weird to say, but I'm so glad that I had that relationship because I would have never grown into the woman that I am today if I never went through that toxic relationship. So if I would have continued to stay either in that relationship, obviously I wouldn't have grown as a person, but If I would have never done the research on what narcissism was, I would have moved on to my next partner and allowed them to treat me the exact same way. So I'm very grateful to my narcissist for that one thing. So thank you very much for making me a better person. And now I'm able to do all these things that I've always wanted to do. And I'm accomplishing accomplishing so many things and helping so many people. And I'm so grateful for that. And to my narcissist, I say thank you because without you, I wouldn't be where I am today. So thank you for that. So when we're thinking about understanding in a toxic relationship and I'm looking back at my journal and where I was at day 17, at day 17, I was trying to keep myself busy pretty much. I was busy with work um, and I was upset with myself basically for being in the situation that I was in. And one of my biggest concerns was money, right? So I had just left a situation where I kind of was still temporary in my job. I think I had just gotten full-time at my job. It was a newer job, didn't really like it. And now I'm moving out and I have to support myself. And I was so fearful. And I had to do all of these things on my own. Mind you, I had just moved to a whole new state for this person and given up my high paying job for this person. So I was already starting over. I barely had a savings left. And mind you, I did have time to plan my escape, which I'm very grateful for. Um, But not everyone has that time to do that. Sometimes you're being discarded or, you know, you just have to pack your things and go I know it's hard right now and I know it looks like for me I was upset because I couldn't buy a fast food meal and that had never been my situation in my life before. I never really in my adult life I never had to worry about money and I was so fearful that I paid for a lunch or I bought a lunch for myself and I thought I just wouldn't be able to make my bills. 
Mind you, I have a type A personality, so over plan, but still, you may be in that situation right now and you don't understand how you're going to get out. So in your head, you're just like, I want to go back to what's comfortable, right? Stockholm syndrome. We want to go back to what's comfortable. But in hindsight, if I would have known that I would be in a better situation than what I was in when I was with the NARC, of course I would leave quick, fast, and hurry and not look back, right? I would just pack up and go and leave everything. But I had to go through that storm. So right now, it's probably a storm, but this storm is going to pass. You're going to get better. You just have to know and you have to keep believing that you're going to be okay. You, It's just a storm. The storm cannot sink you. You've gone through so much in that toxic relationship. This person has made you feel terrible, you know? So there's so much that you can do now. You just have to remember that it's going to take some time and you have to allow yourself to have these emotions. And I think that was something that was hard for me looking in hindsight was to allow myself to be upset about what had what what was going on with me. I was so upset with myself for letting myself to get here financially when I was a very when I was a very financially stable person and I was really good with budgeting my money and you know I was used to going on trips and things like that and now I'm at the point where I can't even go pick up food for myself without worrying that I overspent while I have a full-time job. So you have these emotions as well. And for me, I say, hey, I didn't have anyone else to take care of but myself. If you have a child to take care of, a parent to take care of, a pet to take care of, that's an additional burden on yourself right now. And all I can say is because I didn't go through it, I do sympathize for that. But if you have someone that's close to you that you can reach out to, truly let them know what is going on. If you have true real friends that you can depend on right now, this is going to be your saving grace. This is what's going to get you through because I know it's hard to trust, right? Because we just came out of or we're coming out of something so toxic, but there are people out there who do want the best for you and who will help you through whatever you need them to get you through. Now, I'm not saying everybody, trust me, okay? You will you will figure out who your true friends are real quick um, because words are so easy to say, right? It's so easy to say something, but when you need action, that's when you really see who your friends are. Who's really going to show up for you versus who's just your, your word friends and in hindsight, right? Uh, <laughs> it's going to be the recurring word for me. This, this episode is in hindsight, like in hindsight, I'm so glad that now I know who my friends are, but it took, it took some trial and error to get there, but I'm happy with my circle now. You have to choose happiness, right? Over having someone. And this, <laughs> This one hits so hard for me. So when we say, or when I say choose happiness over having someone, that's going to take some hindsight, right? That's going to take some time to get to because society tells us you are worth something or you are worthy when you have someone. And in the beginning, I hated saying that I was single or um, divorced, I really hated it. I just felt like I was used goods that nobody wanted. 
And then I remember staying in my relationship because I kind of liked it, the sound of my husband. I liked it that I felt more established when I would say my husband, even though I knew what I was going through at home. This man was tossing things at me and accusing me of sleeping with his cousin and cussing me out and calling me out my name and, you know, constantly making these fights and cheating. But I felt better because I could say the word husband, you know, and society has this thing and centuries have made it seem that, you know, women need to be married by a certain age. And if we're not, then that just proves that we're not worthy, right? So what happens? We get into these terrible relationships and for men, the same thing as well. We get into these terrible relationships because we want to be wanted. Everybody wants to be wanted, let's be honest. But we get into these terrible relationships, especially when we feel like our clock is ticking and we stay there because we say no one is perfect, right? And no one is, but we stay and we say, okay, this person can get better. Or with the narcissist, what are we doing? We're chasing that first high, right? We're chasing what they first gave us when we first met them because they were wonderful when we first met them. And now we want that back. So we're constantly trying to take, chase that down and we're listening to what they say about us right because they're telling us that we're the problem and that we did something wrong and so we're constantly self-reflecting and we're thinking okay maybe I did have too much of an attitude maybe I am an s starter or maybe you know I do need to do some self-reflecting because I don't treat you as good as someone else can treat you and we start to believe what they they're telling us but we don't know what narcissism is yet, right? So we're allowing their toxicity of how they feel about themselves to rub off on us. And it starts to wear us down. I like to use the analogy. I don't even know if it's an analogy, but I used to like to think of putting a frog in boiling water. If you put the frog into boiling water while it's boil, the water's already boiling, it's going to jump right out. But if you put a frog into cold water and slowly start to warm it, it will slowly die because it's gotten used to that temperature and the body adjusts until it can no longer adjust. And by that time, it's too late. It's cooked. It's dead. As mean as that is. That is what it's like being with a narcissist, right? We don't get into boiling hot water. Their mask is not off in the corner and we're saying, hey, that looks like a good ride. I want to take that route. I want to go on the cuckoo route. No. They're showing us this shiny package and you say, wow, I want that. I deserve that. And then slowly but surely, they're starting to take things away, right? And then starting to heat up, to heat up, to heat up. And then they're starting to toss in some negativity, right? And then they're trying to tell you what you can do better and how you could be a better person and how all of their life they've had to struggle and no one's loved them all their life and you're just going to leave them like the next person and so on and so on. So we start to feel that, you know what, maybe it's me. Maybe I need to stick it out. Maybe I need to be there for this person. Maybe I am a quitter. When it comes to narcissism and you're with a narcissist, trust your gut. That's that's it on that. (laughs) Trust your gut. But once we really start to self-reflect, right? We got to do a lot of that during this time. I'm so, so big on journaling. My journal will be out soon, guys, so I will be able to link that. But I'm I'm super huge on just journaling this moment because there's so many emotions that you're going to forget. If I didn't go back and read my journal, 
my daily journal of what I wrote down and my emotions, I wouldn't remember any of this, honestly. Like I literally have to sit here with my journal open and say, okay, this is what I was thinking this day. Because let me tell it, I would be like, okay, well, the relationship wasn't that bad and he wasn't that bad of a person. And I guess we just kind of split ways and maybe, you know, I really didn't try hard enough. I didn't fight hard enough for that relationship. That's what my mind will tell me at this point being gone so long. But when I look back at this, I can feel my emotions. And sometimes, honestly, that's why it's so hard for me to upload consistently is because I hate going back to that feeling. I hate going back to what I used to feel and how I used to feel and how that person used to make me feel because I'm so happy now. So it's hard for me sometimes, but I want to be there for you guys. So I'm going to be more committed to it. But I'm so much better now, but I never thought I was going to get out of that tunnel 17 days in. 17 days in, I was still craving that person. I still wanted that person. I wanted to be wanted by that person, but I knew that person was already moving on. That person had already created a narrative about me to other people. And in my head, I'm just like, okay, but you know, statistics say that a narcissist will, or a toxic person will, you know, come back. They're going to hoover me. So I'm going to be ready for this hoover and this is what I'm going to do and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I'm just waiting and it never happens. But I wanted it to happen. But if it would have happened, honestly, I don't know if I would have been strong enough to say no because I hated everything that I had going on in my life at that point, 17 days in. I hated my roommate. I hated my job. I hated that I didn't have enough money. I hated myself. I hated my body. There was nothing about me that I loved. I was just so upset. But now, four years removed, and I have all of these things that I've rebuilt I've rebuilt my self-esteem, my self-confidence. I can confidently, well, there's no chance, but I could literally confidently say if that person were to walk into my life, they would not have access to me at all. But this takes time, right? Because we have to make sure that we're choosing ourselves and our happiness over having someone. So that means don't go rush to the next relationship because guess what? You're not happy in this new person. You didn't magically find a new person when you left someone toxic. It's amazing how narcissists can smell that you're not well. So just remember that. I know we want to move on and improve that we're better, but take some time because your happiness is what matters the most. So keep that in the back of our heads. And... I guess the main thing I want to kind of get through is things seem hard, right? They seem so hard right now. I cried almost, and I'm not a big crier, right? I cried so much when I left just because I was craving that person. And it's kind of like a detox, right? I was going through a detox of this person and... I didn't know how to cope because I wanted to be strong for my family and I didn't want them to know that I still love this person who treated me so wrong. And how many of us can feel that way about our toxic relationships? Right? How many of us can say, you know what? (laughs) I wish I could express openly that I'm deeply in love with this person that I can't let go of but I know they are bad for me. 
And that's why we journal. <laughs> Honestly, that's where you put all the truth into. That's where I, I laid everything out. That's where I laid out. I want this person. I miss this person. I just want to hear this person's voice. In my head, my heart, I felt like that's what I wanted. But it's at the same time, I knew it wasn't safe for me. So I just needed to get it out because I didn't have or I didn't feel like I could go to anyone. I didn't have that that friend that I felt like I could trust in the moment and just really lay my heart on the line and I would get something back because if I told my family, it was always like, well, get over it. Why would you even want that person back? They were so toxic to you. So they didn't understand it. And I didn't have a person at the time where I could just vent like, I know he's bad for me, but this is what I want. And so I encourage you to really try to find that person. Um, there's a lot of like chat groups now, which honestly may have been around for me four years ago, but I think they're more prevalent now, which are really good. So getting to a good like um, community online, that will help as well if you don't have someone like you can physically talk to or call then definitely get onto these chat boards. Obviously be careful because sometimes there are narcissists in there. Um, but this is a place where there's strangers where you can't just express how you're feeling with no judgment. And it's so good to get off of our chests. We really need to get this stuff out because we think we're crazy, right? How many of us thought we were crazy? And now when you're coming out and the gray fog is lifting and all this stuff is happening and you're ruminating on what your relationship, you're just like, man, I wasn't. And X, Y, and Z, and this person lied about this and this, this, this. There's, well, there used to be not so much now, but there used to be times where I would think about something. I'm like, oh my gosh, he lied about that. This was a lie to protect X, Y, Z. And I would put the whole string together like, oh my goodness, how come I didn't see like this is how they were manipulating me, but I was in it, right? So hindsight is is greater when you're outside of it. But I didn't know when I was in it, but I'm so grateful that I journaled these things down and these feelings. So you should also think about investing in a journal um, just to help you through. My last point is going to be understanding why you can never go back. Listen, <laughs> this is this should be at the top of all your entries. Why I can never go back. Mine was actually at the bottom and I put all the things that he did to me and it would be different things. Anything that I can just remember while I was writing, I would put in there. But you have to remember your why and why you left, why you're not going back and I would say also what, what you want for yourself. What do you see yourself doing? What do you see yourself accomplishing? Because we can accomplish so much, right? When we have the right partner next to us. And I am proof of that. When you have the right partner, you can grow so much. They can bring so much light into your life and they can show you true love that is super scary because you're so scared of what you had before and that felt like true love that when you see non-toxic love, it's like, wait a minute, <laughs> am I being tricked again? And you give that person a hard time. But a, a healthy person is going to help you and they're going to help you grow. And they're going to understand that you went through something and they're going to walk you through it. And it takes time. I've shared many <laughs> episodes that I I tried to rush into a relationship I 
failed at relationships after my narcissistic relationship because I had a guard up. And then when I thought my guard was down, I still had a guard up. And I wasn't ready to give my heart to anyone. But I also wanted to prove to the narc that I was worthy, right? So the the quickest thing that I could do is hop into a relationship. If if he's going to hop into one, you know, five days later, I need to make sure that I can hop into one five days later. You know, I'm going to prove that I, I'm worthy. And now I'm just like, listen, I don't care if you have somebody, don't have somebody. People think I'm single, available, taken, fat, skinny. I do not care. I'm happy. And that's all that matters. And I no longer care or or want to be validated by people at all. I just want what's best for me and going forward the person that's in my life. That's that's what I want. And I want to be happy, right? I want my happiness over having someone. But when the right person comes into your life, you're going to know it. But don't rush it. Just know that this time is for you. This is the time to be selfish selfish it's kind of like when um someone passes away and they say grief is your time to be selfish and you're grieving so this is your time to be selfish and don't apologize for it so when your friends need you more and maybe your family needs a little bit more from you or your family feels like you should be over a relationship in two weeks even though you were with this person for a long time it's hard to let them know why it's not happening but this is your time to be selfish and say hey no I still want this person, yeah, but I'm not going back to this person. And that's going to take some time to try to build up enough courage to say that and really understand it. But trust me, eventually, if you continue to follow the steps and you continue to just invest in yourself, you will be looking back in four years and saying, in hindsight, just like I'm saying, But you will look back and you will say, yes, at this time, I still wanted this person. I was still in love with this person, but I kept pushing forward. So I'm going to keep pushing forward and I'm going to keep, keep, keep updating these days for you guys. And that's my commitment to you guys. I want to be there for you guys. And I want you guys to keep pushing forward and knowing that in a few years, a few months, This is going to be a little heel. This is no longer going to be a mountain. These feelings will change. Allow yourself to have these emotions, but just know your why for leaving. And remember why you either had to escape or why you were discarded and how that person treated you. And you remember that in times where you feel like you just want to go back. So I will continuously keep praying for you guys until the next episode. Stay strong. I am proud of you. This is a hard journey, but you guys will get there. Bye.